How's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Flow Roll Podcast. I am Edgar Otra Vez. And today on the show, I have one of my closest and dearest friends, Fredo, who is an artist, an animator, and, and wears many, many hats as an artist. And the subject matter for today will be the Dragon Ball franchise. Now, if you're new to the show and you want more, head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can purchase some merchandise and support the podcast. So, yeah, we uh, we go deep on the subject of not only Dragon Ball, but anime in general. We don't do like a super deep study on stuff. We just kind of just jump all over the place as usual. But you get to hear a little bit about how it was for us in college attending film school. So... There's a little bit of everything in this one. I hope you like it. Now, on with the show. Okay. So, uh, welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. I am Edgar Otraves. And today on the show, I have a good friend, an old friend, my buddy Fredo. He is an artist, animator, and filmmaker i i got to know this guy back in college uh for those of you who know me personally know that uh, fredo was my best friend in college still is we still hang out still talk shit we still watch nerd content <laughs> and talk about nerd content and talk about nerd content uh how you doing man good good you know you forgot dbz enthusiasts oh and dbz yeah that's that's the subject matter for today it's dragon ball z or dragon ball just in general but uh we're you know we're probably gonna jump all around but uh for for people who know us well or know me at least know that mm-hmm. fredo and i were inseparable in college um we uh we did everything together didn't people always used to ask you where I was and then by first some people would ask me where's Edgar <laughs> pretty much and it's yeah. just like like what it's not like we're attached yeah to we're it. not attached <laughs> <to it. laughs> like I don't know you know it's funny too because like they'll ask me and it's like where is he oh, fuck I don't know yeah. <laughs> you know and like why, why don't you know you yeah. guys are always yeah. together and it's just like <laughs> I don't know I just don't know man I just, fuck I don't know his schedule and shit you know and like dude so like <laughs> You know, that's the other thing, too. Like, dudes are, like, just, like, whatever, you know? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> you know? And it's not like we keep track of each other like that, you know? Yeah. Especially nowadays, I feel like, oh, you know, just pick up your phone and see what dude's doing, you know? But, so, uh, one of the ways we bonded, or we began our friendship, was with Dragon Ball. Yeah, we met through Dragon Ball. Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah, we were we were actually hanging out, I think, outside of... Um, what is it? Uh, film and sound or animation and sound? Yeah, class? we were. Do, do you remember how, how it all happened? I don't remember. I just remember sitting out in the no. hallway. Well, we had a class together. It was yeah. camera and sound. And camera and sound. Yeah. There was there was a there was a guy in our class who was like getting into anime and he he was uh, asking you about uh, things he should watch and stuff. And then you were recommending them, oh, you need to watch this, this. And then I was like on the other side of the room and I overheard this conversation. I kind of made my way over to <laughs> where you guys were. And then uh, you you look over at me like, oh, you know, you know, what do you think you should watch? And I was like, oh, you should watch this. And then then suddenly we started talking about stuff. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'll bring some tapes next week and I'll, I'll show you some stuff that I have. And then you were like vice versa. 
Yeah. And it was funny too, because it was like, uh, at least at the time that we were like into anime or in college, uh, there was no streaming. I mean, yeah, mind you, this was a time when <laughs> you had to physically hand tapes to people like, oh, you should watch this. Like, yeah. here, here's a physical tape of VHS to put in your VCR. <laughs> and, and God forbid you give somebody an yeah. original tape, right? Like, you uh, give somebody yeah. an original, you might not see that shit again. Yeah. It, you know, uh, nowadays, it's just like, why would you even lend somebody your a tape or anything? Or even a thumb drive at this point. Like, you can just tell people, hey, man, just, just yeah. sign up. Yeah. Sign up for that service and download. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then most people will ask you, "Is it on Netflix or where is it on that I can watch it?" It's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it always it was always like one of those little nervous things too. Like you know, you you, you met somebody that you kind of like or somebody you kind of respect, and they ask you for a tape or something. And you're like, "Fuck, man! I just recommended this guy this fucking movie." Yeah. And he knows I have it in my library. What am I supposed to say to him? Oh, I don't know, man. You know, yeah. You know, so sure, you you know, like I remember I lent somebody a tape and I almost didn't get that tape back. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I chased down a guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I waited for him at his house when one time in high school. It was like I knew he got out at a certain time from uh, uh, work and I knew where he lived and I waited for him to get out of work and I walked with him to his house. And yeah, and I think it was the same DBZ tape I lent you. Oh, I had lent wow. it to you. Yeah, I, I I trusted him with that same tape. <laughs> yeah, like a, a year before uh, I met you, and yeah, I made sure to get it back. Wow, I'm yeah. glad you uh, you were aggressive. Yeah, like that. you got that tape back because I wouldn't have been able to see that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've done I done similar. I, I did that with uh, Legend of Funk Sayok with somebody. Uh, we weren't talking anymore, and this person was holding on to this tape. And so like, I, I made the uncomfortable conversation of <laughs> talking to this person and being, hey, look, I know we're not friends anymore here, but can you give me Legend of Funk Sayok back, please? Which is called The Legend. In, oh, in the American version, in the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the most yeah. recent American releases. Uh, it's funny because they changed the music and everything, and it's horrible. The, yeah, the, original, yeah. the original is so much better. Because no, so, you lent me that same tape, and and to this day, yeah, Fong Chaiok is still one of my favorite Jelly movies. I still uh, like that one over uh, Wong Fei Hong once. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, once yeah. Now Fong Chaiok, I don't know, maybe because it was the first one I saw of the Jelly uh, period pieces, but uh -huh. yeah, those I, two I, movies are just awesome. It all comes down to that one scene, that, and you described it to me. It's like this this movie has this one crazy scene where they're they're fighting on top of people. And yeah, I was like, what? I never heard of such a thing. And yeah. it's like, dude, I'm, I'm going to bring you the tape. Yeah. And it was at, I think that same time when I handed you DBZ, you handed me uh, Funk Sayo. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was an expensive tape. That's the other yeah. way. I, That's I, another thing. Like those back in the day, we used to pay like $40 for these VHS tapes. Yeah, because there were <laughs> imports, right? In some yeah. cases. And so, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember giving that tape out, man. And every time I gave it to someone, it made me just a little nervous. And there was more than once where I almost lost that that movie or some other movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, the Wong Fei Hong movies. You're talking about the legend. Once the, upon uh, a time in China. Once, once upon a time in China movies. The first three, and then the last one, which is the last one where where he gently came back. Yeah, he came yeah. back, but it was like once upon a time in China and in America. In America, yeah. Yeah, 
where it, it was like a western but yeah it was a western billy the kid was in there and uh, oh it was such a nonsense it was so yeah. bad you know but <laughs> it was still cool you know to see you know him reprise yeah, the role yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but like those movies were serious feng sayok was supposed to be like i guess a younger character and a more silly character and it was more of an action comedy than it was an actual uh like straight action movie uh-huh. but uh legend of feng sayok it's funny i showed that movie to my son not too long ago the english version and the fucking soundtrack was bugging me right yeah but when they got to that fight scene where jet lee's fighting that one chick on top of all the heads of people <laughs> I was cracking up because my son was laughing his head off. He couldn't believe it. He, yeah. he loved it. He loved every minute of it. And uh, and it's funny because he all he wants to do is what, watch Rush Hour. And I'm like, dude, there's so many other better movies. We don't have to watch Rush Hour. <laughs> but he loves Jackie Chan. Not that there's anything wrong with Rush Hour. No, not that there's anything wrong with it. But there's other movies. And, yeah. And he uh, he's like, no, nah, you know, I just want to watch Rush Hour. Every now and then I get him to watch something else and he'll love it, you know? Uh, but it's weird because he won't, he won't watch Legend of Feng Sayok again. He'll just go right back to Rush Hour. Oh, and, wow. and I was just like, what? Like, I thought you liked that <laughs> other one. And he's just like, yeah, but you know, Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> so you let me that. First so yeah, after that-, that conversation, I was like, all right, I got something for you that you probably have never seen. Cause I was like, up to that point, I don't know how much you had known about Dragon Ball. I, I had only known it from magazines. And and I think uh, at one point they, they started airing it on TV here, but it was yeah. the younger Goku. Yeah. So they hadn't even gotten to the, the crazy Super Saiyan yellow hair, all that stuff. It's still like years away. Yeah. I had, uh, I had gone to like a summer animation program the, the, the year prior and I met up with a kid who had tapes who didn't live too far from me but <laughs> promised to send me or mail me some tapes uh, I had given him like $20 I was like dude can you copy <laughs> these Dragon Ball Z I need to watch Dragon Ball I've never you know I don't I've never seen it and it's like oh yeah you know so I trusted him with twenty dollars. I was like, "Here, I'll give you for <laughs> just shipping to my house." And he didn't even live that far, but I was like, "Just ship it and whatever." And then, so yeah, I I got I got that one and and uh, um, Dragon Ball Z specials and uh, I can't remember, but I, I had a, like a three a good chunk of like three tapes, and then uh, yeah, the the one I handed you was Dragon Ball Z movie seven and movie eight, which is. I forget what the title for the seventh movie, but like the three Super Saiyans or the, and then the eighth one was the Brawley movie. Yeah. Uh, when you gave me those tapes, I didn't know anything about Dragon Ball. The not other, at all? Not at all. Like oh, I, wow. I, I seen the characters when uh-huh. I go to Chinatown, I would see the posters. And right. Stuff. The posters were all over the place. But that they made no sense to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just like they all looked the same to uh-huh. me, and I couldn't tell that it was really just Goku on one poster in like ten different forms or whatever, or three forms at that at the time. Because he's got like the there's like uh, Goku with the black hair, Goku level two, and then Goku level three with the long hair, right? Didn't realize it was the same guy. 
had no no clue you know but you know they would put this like this composited like they would put this yeah 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 they had the like collage poster where like exactly like, yeah <laughs> and you would you would see like three of them in on wow. there and you didn't had you had no idea that they were the same people and then you would see things like vegeta and goku on the same poster and then they're different forms and then you were like what the fuck is going on here and then there's a green guy in there and there's like yeah. little kids <laughs> and you don't know who the little kid is and it's like is that little kid like what the hell is going on had no fucking clue just you know, it was cool as hell though. The just, images were yeah. The images were cool <laughs> as hell. That's all I knew. Uh, I didn't even know they threw fireballs. I didn't know anything. Had no clue what this character was. You give me movie seven, right? Here's the thing about movie seven. In movie seven, for the people who don't know, Goku yeah. is just hanging out with all his homies down downtown someplace. I guess downtown Tokyo. I, I don't know if Tokyo it was happening. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what City, what the name of the city that yeah. is may, but, yeah. may not even be a real place <laughs> but you know because that's the other thing about this world like like there's it's it, you don't know if any of it is real like everything has fake names and stuff and mm -hmm. but you know he's japanese because i mean he's speaking japanese but also in that same movie they're in the elevator right uh there's a scene in an elevator where the the bad guys break into the elevator kind of mm -hmm. and uh, there's a dog and like a cat looking thing and normal people. So this is like, what the fuck is going on in this world? Like animals and people live side to, side by side. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all humanoid and it doesn't make any sense anyway. So in this movie, uh, I guess there's a villain, uh, Dr. Jiro who created three androids or created another three androids, I should say, because uh -huh. there's, he created a bunch of androids. They got destroyed or whatever. And I guess this is takes place. Now in this movie, though, it was it wasn't Dr. Jir like he, he somehow put his subconscious onto a machine. Exactly. That, that machine created. Yeah. The, the androids that they fight in this movie. Yes. Yeah. So the machine kicked in when the other when it realized right, that right. The, other, the other guys <laughs> failed and died and then kicked in these other new androids and so there was another three androids a little a little short one mm -hmm. um a normal size one and then there was one more was it just a big guy i can't remember well at the end i don't they like uh they all eventually merge merge right? yeah into it, like a yeah but before yeah, we get there let me give you a little it was those yeah yeah there's it, it I'm looking at the picture now. There's a little guy, and then there's the guy with the hat, and then there's this guy with a ponytail. Yes. Gray with black ponytail. Yes. Yeah. So then what ends up happening is uh, Goku spots these guys uh, <clears throat> and realizes that these guys are going to cause trouble, right? So they're, they're there to find him, right? And they're there to kill him. It's a vengeance thing, right? So Goku realizes that these guys are going around town looking for him, breaking stuff, destroying stuff, causing havoc. He goes, as superheroes do, he goes and finds these guys and then tracks them down, finds them, and then starts trying to get them to stop. And then they all start ganging up on him, right? He realizes that he's causing trouble in the city and he moves away, which is yeah. I'm going to come back to. And he moves <laughs> the, the, the fight to someplace deserted so that nobody gets hurt, mm -hmm. right? Which, again... I'll come back to, but anyway, so they take off and they fight like in the North pole or something. Right. And they're there fighting and he's taking on, you know, three guys at once Yeah, yeah. and everybody's watching and they're like, fuck, you know, like Goku is Goku going to be able to handle this. Right. 
and uh, Krillin or Kuririn is on the side and he's like, I'm going to help Goku. He pulls up his sleeve and he sees that shit gets serious and he's like, I changed my mind. <laughs> he sits back down and yeah. the fight ensues. And so Goku is, is handling shit, but it's not looking good, right? Boom. In comes in the first superhero from the other crew, right? Who was it? Was it Vegeta? Uh, it wasn't Vegeta. Was it Vegeta? Or was it Piccolo? I want to say Piccolo, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. So Piccolo shows up, helps out, starts fighting, and these guys they turn up the ante, they, they turn <clears> up the, the the volume on their on their on their attacks, and then another guy shows up, and it's like eventually they keep having these moments. Yeah, where yeah. Goku gets his ass kicked, and another person jumps in, and it's like that Avenger moment. Before Avengers ever had that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm like the yeah. buddy jumps, shows up to save the fucking day. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, like I didn't even know who these characters were. I knew they were his homies, you know? And, but like, the, I think an important thing is like all that takes place, like, like the, the plot, like it's all like in the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Trouble yeah. ensues and Goku's just like, let's get out of here. Let's go somewhere else and just. And then the rest, the rest of the forty minutes of that little movie is just fight, 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 back and forth. It's like an hour of them kicking ass. Yeah, and it was a lot. The now, setup is is right at the beginning, and it didn't take no more than five minutes. <laughs> nope, no. And the rest of the movie is just ass kicking. Yeah, and it's a it's, wonderful movie because <laughs> you see Goku like do all kinds of shit. You see they're fighting, and 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 it's funny because the first time you see them fly up into the air. And they have like this standoff, you know, in the city where yeah. they're, they're hovering mm-hmm. over the city. <laughs> Goku's talking to him like, oh, you guys look like robots. You know, you guys act like, like robots. You guys seem like robots, right? And then they, they, they kind of circle each other in the air. And then all of a sudden, bam, they, they, just, they just go at it. And it's super fast <laughs> fighting, right? And so... Like you and me as animators know, oh shit, that's pretty. No, that, yeah, that's pretty cheap animation. <laughs> as far as animation goes, yeah, that that was very very uh, cheap animation. Yeah. Oh yeah, but but it's so effective. It was so effective, <laughs> man. I was just like, and you add the sound effects, and it's just perfect. <laughs> it was awesome, dude. I was sitting there, it's like, oh my god, this shit's fucking awesome, right? <laughs> and so they're going at right and so they're just going around fighting and there's fireballs and they're flying around then they go to north pole and then all the guys show up uh piccolo vegeta trunks from the future like all these people are just dropping in and shit right so they're fucking they're they beat the crap out of these separate robots but eventually the, the it's not done right they they get blown up but it's not done separate pieces from yeah. different robots <laughs> fly up into the air because apparently they can do that and these little pieces they go into the to like the robot with the hat and that just boosts them and he becomes this big giant muscular robot yeah like android or whatever it is and Blue now looking guy yeah yeah and now this guy start starts wiping the floor with all of the fucking <laughs> z team right he's just kicking all their asses and so then Goku, you know, he he go ahead, he goes ahead and levels up, and he takes the fight to the guy, and then eventually, you know, it gets to a point where he, the guys are distracting the villain, and Goku go goes ahead and, and creates a Genki Tama or giant spirit bomb. Spirit bomb, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? 
I mean, this is a guy who has no idea, never seen this kind of shit before, yeah. had no idea what the fucking characters were doing on the posters, didn't realize there were different forms of them, of them just getting more and more powerful. Yeah, and then there's this fucking giant, giant fireball. This guy is basically made of fucking sun, right? In his hands. And he throws it at the villain. I'm like, and all I could think about is like, holy crap. Like... <laughs> How is this planet still there? You know, like, you know, there's no way, like, you throw a fucking small sun yeah. at, a, at a planet and then it'd still be there, you know? Doesn't matter. I ate it all up. It was amazing. I came back to you the next <laughs> day. I'm like, holy shit, this fucking movie's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there's no plot, but there's all. Yeah, this. there's <laughs> no plot, but it's just nonstop awesomeness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just uh, eye candy. There's no substance. The, the, the one part I, I love in that movie is, do you remember the final shot? The final shot where there's just like. They're stranded. Uh, a meditating piccolo and then a. A, a, a Vegeta. A, a Vegeta just sitting there angry. Yeah. And they both just sit there and then so peaceful and quiet and then just a little fish just jumps. It was, it was just perfect, like, end to that movie. Yeah, and because, yeah, those characters never talk, right? <laughs> they uh, never talk. And, and They're all really, serious. They're all business. Yeah, and then, like, the, the fish jumps up out of the water, yeah. and, you know, and it's funny because they're, like, they're stranded, but also, like, why would they be stranded? They can fly, you know, but whatever. They're sitting there yeah. on a. But on a, it was just so perfect to like how they ended it that way. Cause uh, yeah, after just getting done, like watching these characters fight for like 45 minutes, and you get this one last shot where they're just sitting there meditating upon what just happened, and then a little fish pops up. And I, um, I was just like, perfect. <laughs> it's, it's funny too, because after that, I became like a Dragon Ball fiend and all I wanted to do was watch Dragon Ball try and there was like no way to get these fucking things. No. Do you remember the lakes we went to to look for oh, Dragon Ball Z? We went to <laughs> conventions, we bought shit on or at least you did. You bought shit on fucking eBay. You trusted people to send you shit. No, it wasn't even eBay back then. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so I would it? go on I would go on like forums and like look for like other people that are like, yeah, posting lists of tapes and then it was like the early years of email too. I had just gotten my email. <laughs> so I would uh, message people and like give them my list of stuff. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. I do remember one time though, we went to like, uh, we went to a comic book store and they had, they had a, a DVZ movie playing. They had like TVs and they had a, a tape playing. And we, 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 we went in there, we're, we're like, what, what, what movie is this? And then we, we, we asked the guy behind the counter if he could let us borrow it. And we <laughs> promised we'd come back the next day and give it back to him. What do you say? I think, I think, no, I think, yeah, we gave him a, another tape in collateral. We're like, look, we have, we could, we used to walk around with, I guess, DVC tapes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look, I'll give you this one. I, I just want the one that's playing on your TV right there uh, in the store. And I'll, I'll come back. I'll go home, dub it, and, and we'll come back and give it back to you. <laughs> the guy was like, looked at us like, uh, okay, whatever. And then he just, yeah, you get, and we went home all happy. Like, yeah, we got another tape. <laughs> What tape? What movie was that? I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. It might have been one of the earlier ones, like uh, like before seven. Because uh, there was one. There was like like six. I can't remember which ones, but yeah, yeah. We we didn't have them all, but now nah. it's like now it's like yeah. a big deal. You can just go ahead and buy them, right? But yeah. I mean, we're talking about it at a time when you know trying to get merchandise from across the pond was a pain in the ass. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I it mean. Was, 
I mean, we're talking about a time when they had separate regions for PlayStations, right? You couldn't have just a normal PlayStation, but mm-hmm. a Japanese yeah. one. Yeah, to go through all kinds of hoops and yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Also, same thing with like DVDs. Like you, you had to get a regionless DVD player so that you can play every possible region so that you can watch movies from Europe, you can watch movies uh-huh. from Japan, etc. It was such a pain in the ass. Um I'm I'm glad that we got streaming and they were kind of past that. Yeah, I mean, you still we still got the the problem where certain areas get certain shows and but there's you know you got to go through VPNs to get around that. But yeah, yeah, you can just, get, yeah. If it really it's not matters, as bad. yeah, it's not as bad. If it really matters to you, you just get a VPN and then you're all good. You know. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not gonna get a VPN. I don't need all that. I barely have time <laughs> to watch the shit I want to watch. Right. Yeah. I'm not because there's so much shit. There's so much shit. (laughs) There's so much shit, dude. uh, Just talking about anime in general, dude. Like uh, right now, the shit we're hooked on is uh, My Hero Academia. Right. uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. uh, And there's one more. uh, Attack on Titan. That's ending, right? Yeah. Well, I think this the last season just came out. Um, okay attack on titan and oh and uh demon slayer demon slayer is really good oh yeah. uh, demon slayer i'm not caught up but yeah. yeah yeah demon slayer is real good jujutsu kaisen is real good so like it's it's just it's a bunch of awesome shit and uh, it's funny because i forgot what it was but one day i was just like i'm just playing i just want to play something in the background i don't want to pay attention to it i just wanted to play in the background so i had rama on right uh-huh. my daughter comes in she's like what's this next thing you know we're binge watching rama so now <laughs> it, it, i'm afraid to put anything on the fucking tube because uh-huh. like all of it is awesome you know to to them you know and, and to me it's just like whatever one thing i haven't been able to find is a dub copy of ninja scroll you can find ninja scroll you can find the subtitled version you can't find a dub version and i know it's like you know to anime fanatics they're like what the fuck do you need a you know, yeah a yeah dub for well my kids would prefer to listen to it than to read it right so it makes it easy for them but also ninja scroll may not be the best uh thing to introduce to the kids yeah i, was, <laughs> I was just thinking regardless if it's dubbed or subtitled i don't think that's the best one yeah show uh little ones yeah I, i'm not the best with that kind of stuff uh i i do a real bad job of um keeping the kids away from uh content that they probably shouldn't be watching but right that's just me um you just see it as cool stuff like this is this coolness like <laughs> yeah it oversees whether or not it's the right age for certain people. Well, I mean, I used to see all kinds of stuff when I was a kid. I still uh-huh. turned out all right. You know, I, I you know, I didn't become a a murderer or a crazy person or a shoplifter <laughs> or all kinds of criminal. I didn't become any kind of criminal uh-huh. or anything. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll be fine. Right? But did you see Ninja Scroll as a little kid? No, I did not. <laughs> Yeah, I for, I forgot what yeah. I watched. But remember, we used to watch some pretty stupid shit too. As yeah, no, 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 we did, we did. But yeah, Ninja Scroll is pretty, pretty hardcore. So they were like Wicked yeah. City and like. Uh, I don't know if it was up there with Wicked City because I think Wicked City is way more. Yeah, well, it's, it's from the same mind, so the same guy, you know. 
I think he did Wicked City, Dimming City, Shinjuku. Remember that one? I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All very um, stylistic. And, stylistic. Yeah. And uh, and the X-rated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't. I can't wait till we get to the day where I can introduce them to some of the more um, interesting uh, or more adult-minded stuff, like like uh, Ghost, like Ghost in the Shell, for example, would probably be something that would go over their heads. You yeah, know? it Akira? would be like Akira. Have you seen Akira? They have not right. seen Akira. Yeah. yeah, even though Akira probably doesn't have anything X-rated. But it's no, yeah, super kind uh, of weird, yeah, yeah. story wise, yeah. And, and so, like, I barely understood it when I watched it the first time. Uh, I'm not sure they'll get it, you know. And so, like, why, why bother? Why waste, mm-hmm. why waste that time? I think I was like, I want to say 14 when I saw that movie. Mm, I forget, and then I blew my mind at that age, yeah. It changed it, it I think it single handedly changed my life, it sent me on a, a different path. Yeah, to pursue art. Because up to that point, I had never seen anything like that. I I have to say that that's probably true for me as well. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to be an artist. Um, if anything, I wanted to be a comic book artist. And the stories around being a comic book artist were crushing, right? Like a lot of these guys get rejected pretty hard, especially back in the day, right? There was only really two studios at one point, right? Mm-hmm. It was just DC and Marvel. And Marvel. And if you weren't working for either one of those you weren't working, you know? Also, like, the idea of becoming a, a comic book artist, there wasn't really a career path or a, an education for that in college. I don't think you'd go anywhere for a comic book education anywhere in Chicago until maybe two years until when I was in college. So, like, 97, 96, finally I, uh, a school popped up that offered being a comic book artist. And so yeah, most most schools were more uh, focused on like fine art and stuff. Yeah, they kind of frowned upon the whole comic book art. They did, and it's funny yeah. because uh, I think uh, you could probably work pretty well now as a comic book artist, even if you were self published. One of my goals. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you and so, me both. <laughs> but like when it came to becoming an artist, I was like, well, maybe comic book art isn't for me. Maybe I should try animation. I figured maybe there would be more work there. Uh, man, was I wrong. But uh, <laughs> that's a separate story altogether. We, we can yeah. have. But uh, so uh, that's what took me to eventually going to Columbia College where we met and taking all the film classes that we took. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, that movie, though, just like it, it showed me that a- animation wasn't just, you know, children's story telling and, you know, there could be some deeper storytelling and more stylized art behind that storytelling. And yeah, as a, like as a teenager, I was just like, what the heck is this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was so cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the coolest thing that we had uh, in, in the States was like GI Joe Transformers. Yeah. yeah I mean, I grew up on, and, and, and yeah, I mean, I love those cartoons, but yeah, like, Still, even at that age, I was like, yeah, they're cartoons. They're cool, but they're cartoons. Like, but they're cartoons. Never yeah. thought about a career in, in making like, them. Like, I was like, yeah, it's, they're not like, they're not deep stories where like they make you think and they were fun and, you know, action packed shows. But that was the end of that. 
yeah the extent it, uh, yeah and i would have to agree that anim like anime kind of propelled animation in the in to become more of a I shouldn't say by itself, you know, anime by itself did not do that. But um, anime was, I, I would like to think, had a hand in making animation a more uh, serious medium. You know, like, I, I don't know if they had awards for animation back then, you know. But, you know, these days, you know, people get awards for them. Not that it matters because nah, nah. awards, whatever. But man, yeah, like, the, I mean, the first, the first oscar for animated feature i think went to uh uh hayao Miyazaki. didn't he uh spirit away didn't i think that was the first that was the film first that they because they introduced the the new category because remember there was never even an animation category yeah. in the oscars yeah that makes they sense. introduced it i forget when but they they introduced a feature-length animated uh award category yeah yeah and uh and Hayao Miyazaki got it I, well I know he won but I don't know if he was the first but I know he he eventually uh got Oscar for yeah. Spirit Away you know of course in my head I say give Miyazaki all the awards for every one of his movies uh I but think I mean yeah uh, all his past movies too because you know there wasn't any animation coming from Japan it wasn't going to get big recognition in the U.S. so the best you could hope for was possibly a best foreign movie. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as for something like an, uh, anime, right? It would be, mm -hmm. it would be considered foreign and possibly, you know, but then you have like, you know, live action movies to compete against and from other countries. And it's like, yes, you're right. It uh, won best animated feature in 2003. Like it won an Oscar for that. Yeah. Hayao Miyazaki was not present at the award ceremony. Presenter Cameron Diaz accepted the award on his behalf. Hayao Miyazaki. But, like, it's crazy because Spirited Away just cleaned up, man. Like, it won the, the uh, Best Film Night in English Award for the BAFT Awards. It won uh, uh, an AARP, uh, an award for Movies for Grownups Award. Uh, it's just... That movie just kicked ass. There, it's got a long <clears throat> list of of awards, and it's funny because as wonderful as that movie is, uh, he still has other amazing. Yeah, movies. he he had like a whole back library of movies that I mean, Totoro. I mean, <laughs> Totoro. That should have won an Oscar too. I mean, but yeah, it it, it was many years later that. He eventually got his recognition but yeah so the uh totoro won sat the saturn award or was nominated for the saturn award mm -hmm. got a special award for the blue ribbon awards in 1989 it won another award for the kinema jumpu award reader's choice award mayanichi film concourse winner a few japanese awards here in terms of how what it won but in comparison it only won five awards and uh spirited away won a fucking ton it's kind of a shame you know yeah yeah because it, it should definitely is much is deserving of so many more awards but yeah yeah because i mean spirited away won 58 you know but then this is also kind of like a thing you got to think about like 
maybe Totoro didn't get the awards it deserved. But also, like, when you're, like, that good, eventually people are going to hear about you. You know what I'm saying? It may not be fair that he didn't get awarded anything for Totoro, but he eventually got the recognition that he deserved, right? It's unfortunate. It's just that sometimes it takes time. Well, because, yeah, at that time, there was a stigma attached to animation that it was just children's stuff. There was no, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's much different these days. Yeah, it's It's, much more different. Especially with streaming and, and the way people are watching stuff nowadays. My kids are telling me kids are still watching Naruto. Like, they're still watching Naruto. Yeah. My, my, my son is in Shippuden right now, like episode 100 and something. <clears throat> there's still kids watching the first season of Naruto. The first one? Yeah. And there's also kids watching, you know, further along than my son is, is at on Naruto. And then there are kids who are watching Baruto, which is like the spinoff, right? And I'm just thinking like, what the fuck? Like, you have all these kids watching Naruto in different stages or in different points of the story. But everybody knows who Naruto is. If somebody shows up dressed up like Naruto for Halloween, they know who he is. There's no problem with that. If anything, there's sometimes a problem with the way they're dressed. They're like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be Sakura, but Sakura doesn't look like that. (laughs) Your costume is not uh, anime accurate. (laughs) And and she's like, no, this is from season, you know, five or whatever. You're just not there yet. You know? So it's like, it's so weird that yeah. this is happening. It's it's given shows kind of like a staying power. Whereas before you probably would have seen something and then just forgotten about it, right? I have a subscription to Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. We're watching, fuck, what are we watching? We're watching all kinds of shit. We're watching <coughs> uh, Fushigi Yugi. We're watching Rama. We watch on Hulu. Uh, what else? We're watching uh, Inuyasha is the other one we're watching. I can't remember what, what service we're watching it on, but we're watching Inuyasha. And it's just like, every time I p- come up with something, it's like, oh, we should watch this. It's like a big mistake. Inuyasha is another one of those that has like 100, 200 something episodes. Yeah. You know? And one night I go and put the kids to bed and they're like, let's watch something. So, I'll, you know, I'll crawl in the bed and watch something with them. You know, I put on, you know, we, we get the, we got the iPad and we hang it up and we're looking at the iPad, streaming stuff through the iPad. I fell asleep. She watched like 10 episodes. My daughter watched like 10 episodes wow. of Rama by herself. <laughs> All I could think about is like, God, I hope nothing bad happened. Because <laughs> that's also another show that's kind of like not suitable for kids. Um, yeah, so that's not happening anymore. Uh, one of the things I want uh, to do do is kind of like find a point where Hapusai is not in the show. You know, you want the the edited version where he, yeah, where he doesn't exist. Not, doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> yeah, because but there's like there's like whole episodes where this guy's an asshole, like a really bad asshole. Yeah, he like, was always an annoying character. Yeah. Well, he wasn't just annoying. He was he's an asshole. He's yeah. an asshole. Like he yeah. he um I guess. Uh, they got mad at him. They got mad because he's a little shit. He's a little pervert, you know. So he, you know, they got mad at him, and uh, Rama put his foot down and told him he's got to stop being a little jerk. So what does he do? He becomes even a bigger jerk, and he starts going around tearing up the place, 
like this weird little passive aggressive thing where he's just like painting on the walls, you know, wrecking the house. And all I could think about in my head is like, why don't you guys just get rid of this guy? You know, like just throw him in jail or do something like you guys are just letting him walking around. And the older cats are letting him do it because he's the master. And I'm like, well, fuck that guy, you know, but whatever. I'm I'm going off on a, on a tangent here because that's what this show is all about. Right? Yeah. How bad is our our ADD here? Yeah. But uh, well, Dragon Balls had an, uh, what, a master that was perverted and <laughs> like yeah what's what was up with that like master roshi was just like, yeah yeah but master roshi also got buffed right but he wasn't as bad as Appleside. Appleside was he's bad dude he's real yeah. bad this just <laughs> this guy's just kind of like he likes girls you know yeah um, now it's not cool don't get me wrong none of it is cool it's all really bad and it's played up for laughs and it's and it's uh, it's just funny that all these animes had that type of character in their animes. Well, think about it. At least, especially in there in the time, like <clears throat> Tom and Jerry. There's plenty of times where Tom like had his heart come out of his mouth, and, and you know his his heart is pumping in his chest, uh-huh. and he's going crazy over <laughs> you know some girl. You know, there was also that episode. Uh, remember um, Wolfie? The I can't. I think it was a. Uh, can't remember. I think it was a Fletcher cartoon where Wolfie. Uh, Wolfie yeah, it was like um, <clears throat> it was uh, Little Red Riding Hood was singing on stage, and this country wolf came to visit his buddy in the uh, or his cousin in the city, right? So his country wolf was just you know he didn't know how to keep his composure in front of girls. So, but like his cousin was like, hey, you know, let's go out. We're going to go out to the city. You're going to get dressed. You're going to look good. You're going to behave yourself. And this guy's just like, girls, 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 you know? And uh, and dude's like, nah, man. Like the wolf, like the wolf from the city is like, nah, dude, that's not how you behave. Chill, right? So they're sitting at a table in front of the stage and Little Red Riding Hood, who's, you know, drawn up like like a doll, you know? is up there enticing the wolves and the one country wolf is losing his mind he's blowing he's <laughs> whistling he's doing all that all that kind of crazy stuff losing his mind over how fine this woman is and the whole time the city wolf is kicking his ass he's like chill out stop it you know he'd be whistling he would shove his hands into his mouth all kinds of stuff right and it's cartoons right so eventually Dude loses his mind. He rips off his jacket, runs towards Red, and the the city wolf clunks him on the head, knocks him out, and takes him, puts him in the car, and says, "Oh, you can't handle the city, man. I'm gonna take you home. I'm gonna drive you back to the country." And so he drives his ass back to the country. He shows up. There's a country blonde hanging out in front of you know, in front of the wolf's house, mm-hmm. and then the city wolf loses his mind over the country chick you know and so then there's a reversal there's a quick reversal the country wolf knocks him on his head <laughs> drops him in the car and he's like oh you can't hunt you can't handle the country oh, i'm gonna have to drive you back to the city <laughs> and so they're just going back and forth after yeah that. but do you remember that one 
I'm looking at the images. Is, is, is it the one with uh, Droopy? There's the white. Uh... Droopy is, I think, part of those cartoons. Okay. But it, it's, not, it's not a Droopy cartoon. There's like the image of the wolf with, the, with his tongue all like yeah. rolled out, yeah. which I think is where they got the Jim Carrey, the mask. When he did that whole scene where he, where she he was like uh, googling like over the Cameron Diaz character when yes. she was like singing and he was like on a table. Yes, I think that's what they're referencing this wolfy cartoon that you're talking about. Yeah, it's very cartoonish. It's uh this wolf. So the the cartoon is called Red Hot Riding Hood, and it's a Tex Avery cartoon. Okay, Tex Avery. Yeah, uh, or MGM cartoon. So. But anyway, uh, I can't believe I don't know. I, I I couldn't. I can't believe I can't remember who came up with that cartoon. Red Hot Riding Hood, short, nineteen forty-three. Uh, directed by Tex Avery, writer Rich Hogan, uncredited. And so, yeah. So, so they, yeah. they bas- basically they took the characters out of their traditional roles but still had them kind of play out the same kind of story kind of but, but that's, that was back in a, at a time when yeah the cartoons were more adult they were they weren't uh kid stuff yeah i don't know how that ever became kid stuff yeah i mean this was you know this was obviously not for kids yeah and and they played up the whole uh, sexual attraction thing for mm-hmm. fun, you know, for for laughs, and uh, that was a lot of the cartoons back in back then. I mean, look at yeah. Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was either gay or a transvestite or whatever <laughs> half the time, you know, and you know he did a lot of that, you know. I mean, uh, Bugs Bunny was the original, you know cartoon transvestite he was all about non-traditional gender roles sure yeah <laughs> as a bunny as a bunny you know <laughs> uh, so uh respect there man yeah. <laughs> but whatever anyway like those flightcher cartoons those the tex avery cartoons tex avery did a lot of that like facial kind of you know exaggeration yeah 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 Big eyeballs and big yeah. eyeballs and in funny things with you know stretchy arms, and arms. Kind of, yeah, but um, but yeah, like Tom and Jerry, Woody Woodpecker, Bugs Bunny, the Flintstones, they all had that kind of raunchy content. You know, mm-hmm. it was just kind of the thing back then. It may have been a little more heavy-handed in other countries, right? Um, you ever see those naughty magazines? The Spanish no. ones. <laughs> There's some Spanish comic books, black and white uh, comics. Uh, yeah. And they're like super naughty, dude. I was just like, what the hell is this? Like, it, I, I knew they existed, but like never, you know, never seen them or really like I, I would see them on the shelf. But, you know, I was a little kid, you know, so like one, I didn't want to be the little kid grabbing that. Two, your mother's always with you, right? So, like, I mean, because you're a little kid, your mother or your father is always going to be with you when you're going to these places. But uh, eventually, we ended up having a mag, a little magazine rack 
in the store at your store oh, oh wow yeah. and they <laughs> so and you they, had a- <laughs> and they put some of that on there and yeah. i'm like what the fuck is this you know and so i pick it up and i look at it and i'm like oh damn this is raunchy as hell man yeah. <laughs> and it's it was like x-rated content you know and i was just like what is this doing here yeah. you know like I, eventually i think we got rid of it like the whole the whole magazine thing wasn't working period but yeah, like, you know, you, you, you sign up for this service or you, you get, you agree to whatever they're doing because you're trying to make a buck. Right. Sure. But they also kind of dictate what they put on the fucking rack and they put that shit on there and it's just like, ah, you know, we don't want that shit on there. Yeah. <laughs> so have you seen any of the more recent Dragon Ball movies? Well, there's one that's, that's actually, uh, the new, there's a new, new one that's coming out. I think uh friday this friday so there's like you, a new one coming yeah so, are you serious yeah so our, our 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 little podcast might yeah coincide with the release of a new dragon ball scene <laughs> <laughs> that was not on purpose it's no not on purpose oh yeah but yeah uh i've seen i have seen the there's the battle what's it called battle of the gods or the one with the Beerus? Beerus, yes. Yeah. And then there's the Frieza one. And then there's the Brawly one. Okay, so I've seen the Brawly one. And the Brawly one is just fantastic. Although... I, I, how, how, how do you feel about the old Brawly and this new Brawly, though? Because in that same tape that I gave you, there was a, another movie, which was the first Brawly movie yeah. from the original DBZ. I can't remember which one you gave me. Did you give me the one where Brawley comes back and he fights the kids? No, no. The first, the first time they fight. The first time he came out. Yeah. So that one, I remember not, it's funny because like you gave me seven and it set the bar yeah, real high. It set it too high. Yeah. yeah. And so then <laughs> I go into that movie. I, I guess it was like movie 10 or nine or something. And there wasn't all that much action in it. it. There was just a lot of this drama between yeah. this guy being weird and, you know, and Goku. But um, the new movie is like just a ton of action. Yeah. And they changed the character a little bit. They did. And, and the relationship with Goku and him. So he's not like a nemesis. He's kind of like a misunderstood because in the original one, like it, like in this newer one, that they, they have like his father is like the one that's like keeping them in this planet, or how does that work? Where he's his he father, can't... his father was the cause of his kind of uh, damage. So like whatever baggage he's carrying around, it's because of his father put it on him. Yeah, and, and so now he's just angry, right? So he's just walking around angry, and he can't control his anger. And Goku helps him kind of not only blow off some of that steam, but also kind of befriends him and uh, kind of helps. But him. he's stuck on this planet, though. He can't leave it, right? Or how did that work? I don't know. I can't remember what happens because I haven't seen the movie. In the it was, movie yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but that movie, that, that movie was not, it should have been more uh, satisfying. And it's not as satisfying as and the original Brawley movie. I like the, I like the original design a little more too. That doesn't bother me. That didn't bother you. The, I, newer to me, des- I, the newer designs, I, I I dig. There's something about this story that I just don't know. I just something I just got lost. 
I, I shouldn't say it got lost. It's just something about this newer movie doesn't seem to have the heart that the first one had. Yeah. Maybe it's just a, a bit of nostalgia for me. Maybe it's just kind of like also like the way the original animation looks like, you know, because I mean, they're shooting on a camera, right? It's not animation done with a computer. Computer. Or hand-drawn like uh, computer images. These are straight up hand drawings on cell uh, yeah. and, and in paper, right? Like the backgrounds are all done on like some kind of paint. So you have an actual like background artist creating these amazing images for the background that are just like, you know, scenes, scenes on a weird planet that doesn't <laughs> exist. Right. And then you have these cell drawings that are done over and over and over and over again. And the amount of skill that it takes to paint these things, it, it, it takes for, it takes hours. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't want to say that that's what's keeping me from admiring the new one. I'm just saying that there's something about the aesthetic of the old. Yeah. One. Right. That, that digital look that it's, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel the same as, as that painted on cell. Uh, yeah a look and aesthetic there's that there's, charm that has yeah there's a little graininess to mm -hmm. those original movies and i'm talking about looking past the third fourth generation movie copies that you and i've been watching yeah right that's another thing we used to get these copies that were that were just so like unwatchable but <laughs> <laughs> you would try to make out stuff like i think he's kicking i think you would just like and then the sound would like distort distort to the point where you you even couldn't tell what they were talking about mind you they were it was speaking japanese but yes it was like yeah dude yeah i think one of my favorite uh dragon ball z stories uh is that uh that that trunk special yeah and that i i, I first watched on the i had to be like an eighth generation vhs <laughs> copy and i remember when i gave it to you, you were like dude i can't i couldn't tell like what was happening but it was still like awesome but i was like yeah it's just like <laughs> that's how desperate we were for yeah no that it was always it was really hard to get that stuff so you would take whatever but yeah no that story it's still one of my favorite like it's not it's not considered like a movie but it is still like canon to the story where yeah it was a special that tells you the origin of trunks more or less so i want to say that i have i have a blu-ray copy of that mm -hmm. and it's coupled with the other uh ova version or the other ova of goku's father the bardock one the bardock yeah yeah that one's really good too. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed those two like specials. Yeah, so they were like, like they, mm -hmm. they were able so so for the new Broly movie, they were able to kind of fill in some of the blanks, but they obviously took inspiration from that Bardock movie, you know. But uh, that trunks that trunk story is the best. It was it was so it was so badass because like all the fighters are dead, Goku's yeah. dead, yeah. and it's this this bleak future where like these androids are just running amok yeah and it's and it's and it's only gohan that's still alive and then trunks which is uh you know vegeta and palma's kid and he still hasn't gotten uh his uh super saiyan power 
but you see him grow and eventually turn Super Saiyan when uh, two androids kill Gohan at the end. Which yes. was badass because Gohan only had one arm. Yes. By that point. <laughs> and he was fighting with one hand. He was fighting with one hand. He was yeah. fighting two androids with one hand. Yeah. That was such a badass fucking story. And it was such a bleak story. And the weird yeah. thing was, I could have sworn there was another piece to that story where Go or where Trunks goes back to his original timeline. But he ends up in his original timeline. He doesn't go back to the to the branch timeline where Goku is alive and lives a long life. He ends up going back to the original timeline. And that was the first time I ever realized that a branch timeline needs to exist in order for the uh, the new branch timeline to to actually exist. So I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah. What? Like that happens? Like but what? Why? And it makes sense because it's like if you go back and erase the future where Trunks, you know, is living a horrible life, that means Trunks never goes back in the past to fix the whole timeline, right? Mm -hmm. So there needs to be a timeline where Trunks is living miserably, you know, and, and so that he can come back and change the timeline. But then he goes back to his original timeline in this in this universe. And I, I couldn't help. I couldn't remember where I saw that or what sparked that idea. Well, I, I don't know. I think during it, the the cell saga, Trunks comes back. Yeah. During that whole what, where they're fighting, or cell appears, mm. and he comes back, and he's like, "You guys," because they he told them that they they were gonna yeah, die at the arms of these two androids, but he didn't tell them which androids. So these guys, they're like, he came back, like you guys. You guys killed the wrong androids. Yeah. The androids that are going to kill you are 17 and 18. And now they're going to kill you because you, it just repeated itself. Yeah. But it was a different Trunks, not the one from the special that killed, that came and killed Frieza that warned them. Oh, really? Okay. It was a different yeah. Trunks. It was a different Trunks. That's why throughout DBZ, you keep seeing Trunks, but it's always like a different Trunks that comes back. From another first timeline? Yeah. Uh-huh. Holy crap. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. So it's a new trunks every single time. Yeah. And then timeline. and then you have the and then you have the trunks that that's present in that time that's baby and that is growing up as <laughs> in that same timeline. Yeah, the dude's watching himself yeah. grow up. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean uh yeah, I think in the Brawley movie or in there's a baby trunks and then there's the the teen adult type uh trunks from the yeah. future. He, They're all both coexisting in the same movie. I don't know what it was about that character. I thought he was the coolest character. Trunks was like my favorite character. I mean, of course, he, he, they were all my favorite, but Trunks yeah. was the most compelling <laughs> cuz he was from the future, from a bleak future. He, he was like a dark hero, right? It, he and he came from, he was both human and Saiyan. Yes. His father, Vegeta, mom, Bulma. Yeah. And then his design was pretty cool too. Yeah. Fucking blue hair parted. And then he had the jacket. He was, he was a cool character. And uh, then he had a sword. Do you remember the movie that the, yeah. the, I think it was the last DBZ movie 
where they explain the origins of the sword. Oh shit! They explain the origins of the sword. Sure, yeah. I don't remember the 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 little the flute thing, the flute guy. No. The movie thirteen. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember the story, but yeah, that, it explained how alien that played like the flute as a last gesture of before he gave Trunks his sword. It was this this alien guy who had given him the sword. Oh, I had no idea. Up to that point, he just had a sword, but you never knew why he had a sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they explained it in, in, in this movie. Wow. There was that movie, what was it? I think it was movie 12 where he fought some kind of weird demon. I and think they, that's, no, that's the one I'm talking about. Is that 13? Yeah, that's the last 13. Because 12 is the one where they fight Janimba. Remember Janimba? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Janimba. <laughs> they fight Janimba, and these idiots, they go to, like, fucking fuse. Well, see, but that, Trunks wasn't in that. Well, Trunks was in that, but he was a little, the, the little kid version. Yeah. Goku and Vegeta were fighting Janimba in, in heaven or whatever, because they were both dead in the afterlife. Yeah. Back in Earth, Goten and Trunks were fighting like these resurrected villains from like history, a- Adolf Hitler oh, and all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You know what? I don't think I've seen 13. No, I remember you watched it and you, you were being amazed by the fact that they had uh, explained where Trunks had gotten the sword. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I watched so much of this stuff. I don't remember this movie. It's a good movie. A good story, too. Yeah. Trunks did always have the coolest stories, I thought. Yeah. I thought so, too. Yeah. It's it's funny, too, because, like, I tried to watch Goku just in general. And they do so much of that dragging the story along. It just yeah. Kills, it just kills me, man. I, I, this, is I, like, this is not like the movies. The show itself is like, oh, pain in the ass. And they have so much filler. And they have yeah. so much filler. There's versions of the show where they actually took out the filler. Took out the filler. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah. 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 The yeah. one they re released it. But uh, yeah. I remember, uh, like, I, I did, I only made it, like, the as far as the series itself. I think I only made it to like some parts of the Cell Saga. The Majin Buu part is very vague to me. Wow. Yeah. The Saiyan Saga, I remember well. The Frieza Saga and then parts of the Cell and then Majin Buu is just not really. The funny thing was um, we started watching Dragon Ball GT at one point. And remember our buddy uh, Song Cook? We were like, "Hey man, check this out!" And he's like, "Nah, man." <laughs> I'm like, "Why not?" He's just like, "Nah, dude, that's just lame." Because I mean, Goku, they turn Goku into yeah, well, a kid. Well, GT is 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 uh, it's not that uh, praised uh, nowadays. So people uh, always put it down. Yeah. Well, yeah. I what was the reason? Is because Akira Toriyama has really nothing. Toriyama to had not it had nothing to do with story. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty much the the animation studio wanted to continue Dragon Ball, even though he had stopped. You know, the manga itself ended where Z ended. So yeah, but he did draw the character design. The designs were were his, but and they were all based else. off. They were all based off another movie. Do you remember the the Dragon Ball 
the movie that they did where they retold the the origin of, of Goku. Yes, yes, yes. I and it was that. all taken. It was all taken from that. So the designs and even every, everything from the like the the score, the same music plays throughout Dragon Ball GT. I thought that was a wonderful movie. The remake. I, I love that movie. I love that movie. What's the name of that movie? <laughs> uh, oh, you're gonna make me look it up. But I, it's like uh, Path to Power. It's the fourth in the Dragon Ball. But yeah, it has some. It had heart, which was sometimes missing in in the Z movies because they were so action packed. But you so, kind of got choked up in, in that movie. I remember. So Dragon Ball Path to Power is an hour and 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and it was made in 1996. Yeah. That was right right after the, the Dragon Ball Z series ended, and then they they released that movie, and then that led into Dragon Ball GT, which they took that same style and transferred it out to GT. But GT has some good stuff. I mean, they gave us... Super Saiyan Four. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> which cool. was a badass character. I thought that was cool. I really. I did. think people just hated the fact they turned Goku back into a kid. Which I think. Uh, I think people were shitting on it because Akira Toriyama was not part of the story. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's all it is. I didn't see enough of it though. I only saw maybe I don't know maybe the first season. Whatever you and I were able to get. Yeah, that's all I yeah. saw. We. I, I, yeah, I made it pretty. Pretty much to the end, which is where they introduced the Sage and for mm. Goku. Now this dude's like turning into God forms and <laughs> yeah, it's just like they just keep leveling leveling them up, and it's just like. But it's uh, like yeah, the what was wrong with the numbering system? I kind of kind of like that, but now it's just like God, God, Super Saiyan, like. But yeah, going back to Akira Toriyama, he was like. Yeah, he, he he was done done. Like he he had not he had no interest in pursuing any more Dragon Ball Z stuff. But uh yeah, you 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 know you know why he came back though, right? The money. Is it <laughs> no. always about the money? What is it? Well it was that awful Hollywood movie that uh came out. The Americanized The Americanized Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Evolution. That movie was. So what bad. do you remember about that movie? I remember the dragon that Goku was fucking white. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember me and you going to see it? <laughs> I remember going to see it with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, also, I remember. I remember seeing it in the car, and we we were both just sitting there, like like dreading it, and then we both looked at each other. Like, Let's just get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Because yeah, it, it did not look good. Even from the trailers, it, it was just. It just looked like it was going to be bad. <laughs> I think I think we were probably approaching it from a point where it was like, okay, well, if we go watch this movie, maybe they'll make better shit. You know, maybe they'll keep bringing it and make something better. That was always my attitude when it came to like some of this stuff. But yeah, no, no, it it, it looked like it it, it was, was going to be bad. It was it, <laughs> yeah, James. Well, yeah, this guy was Piccolo, right? Yeah, James yeah. Masters was in it. Uh, I can't remember the name of the guy who played Goku, but uh, I want to say Justin. Justin something. Yeah, but it, it yeah. was like crazy because they had Chao Young Fat in it. They had Chao Young Fat, which he was totally miscast. He, he, Master Roshi. I mean, this guy was <laughs> it, not Master Roshi. It was obvious that the people who made that movie had no 
idea. And that was the problem. That was the big problem with uh, that uh, Toriyama had. He saw what was happening and he offered to help them. He said, I'll come, I'll look at the story and I'll fix what I think is Dragon Ball and, uh, you know, help you guys make a a better Dragon Ball movie. But they, (laughs) you know what they told us? Like, nah, we're good. And the only reason that movie, do you remember that time there was also like a writer's strike? Oh, really? Yeah. So like Hollywood, the the only reason that movie got made is because all the stars aligned for them awful movie to get made (laughs) there was a strike so studios were just green lighting shit that just to get projects you know up and and started there wasn't going to be any more scripts so the guy who wrote dragon ball evolution he eventually apologized for it oh he did yeah he apologized he said he uh, he took it as a you know pay he did it more or less just to get paid he saw a paycheck so he you know, he apologized to fans that he didn't, he wasn't passionate about uh, the project. And, you know, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he made a big statement out of it because, yeah, he got a lot of hate. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. he must have gotten, and, and this is before Twitter and all that shit. Imagine mm-hmm. if he had a fucking social media account, they'd fucking rip him to shreds. They had planned three movies. <laughs> Ooh. It was three of them planned. Well, thank God they, they never got be, me. Yeah. Well, you see the okay so like that movie did a lot of shit wrong right first of all they they got all the characters wrong right yeah second they they casted a white guy to play a japanese character don't give me that bullshit that fucking goku's an alien i don't give a fuck he's japanese you know he's walking around in japan nobody seems to look at him weird <laughs> he must look japanese right or at the very he, least asian yeah so i mean he's the asian superman he's the japanese superman Fucking honor that man. Fucking make him look, make him look Asian. Why did you fucking mm-hmm. cast this white guy? You know, and it, it's not the first time they did that shit, and it's not, the, it's not going to be the last time. But thankfully, people are fucking taking shits on every time someone does that crap. Because I mean, they did it with Ghost in the Shell, right? They casted Scarlett Johansson as the as the the main character, who is again. It's a robot. It's a yeah, cyborg you know, or cyborg robot, or whatever. Yeah. She, you know, it could be whatever. Don't give me that shit. You know, come on. Let's honor the let's honor the the material or just tell a different fucking story, you know? Don't don't just take the same characters. You see, here's the problem. I've I've often fantasized about like rewriting Ram Rama and and, and doing a live action movie but how can you do that you know it's so it's so very asian right yeah yeah it's I would definitely have, very I would, rooted into in a lot of asian uh cultural yeah because i mean there's there's a chinese side to it mm-hmm. right and then there's also the 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 japanese stuff but Never mind all that, right? How are people supposed to identify with this? So one of the thoughts I had was like, maybe you make a different version of this show and make Ranma canon to it. You know what I'm saying? Like make all new characters, all new things, but Ranma is canon. So like all the shit that happened in Japan is now happening in the Americas with other people. Hmm. Like that's the only way that would work, <laughs> but at that point it's a different story. Why? Yeah, you, it's, why, it's, why yeah. even bother? Why even call it Ranma? 
You wouldn't call it Rama. <laughs> you would call it something else. Yeah. You would have to call it something else. Uh, and and then, uh, but it would be like whatever one half. Pat one half or whatever. Yeah, right. Sam one half. <laughs> but it, it's just at that point, it's just like why, I don't know. It also like, sometimes I think Rama would do well especially in today's like identity politics climate. And then other times I think, no, this is a horrible idea because it tramples all over, all over the places. And I don't know if people will actually understand that it's, you know, ultimately it's about respecting people, you know, respecting basically women and men, you uh -huh. know, uh, cause there's a lot of that. Right. And, and it's, it's a way for a person to put themselves in somebody else's shoe. Right. If you identify with Rama, who's a man, if you're, if you're a male person watching this show and you identify with Rama and then Rama eventually gets put into a girl's body, then you are kind of taking a peek at, Oh, wait a minute. Cause there was moments was like, especially recently, now that I'm older, I'm watching this show and I was just like, the fuck, you know, like in my head, I'm right. like, like if that happened, I'd knock dude out, you know? And that's Ramo's reaction, right? He's just like, I'm going to knock you out. Like he knocks people out. He kicks the shit out of Kuno all the time. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know if I, if it's something. But that was the beauty of that show. That, that there was constant, there was always back and forth of stuff. Yeah. But it, it was also like, there was also that, that hate and love relationship between, Akane, the the main female protagonist, and Rama, the the male protagonist, gender bending male protagonist. Mm -hmm. uh, there there was there was a relationship there, and although immature, in a lot of ways, in, in a lot of ways they were very, they're very much in love with each other, and they just couldn't come to terms with it. Right? It's an interesting show, and I think in the hands of the right person. It could be done well, but again, uh, I don't see how you can make it in the United States. It's unfortunate, but they did, they did eventually do a few uh, live action runs. Really? Those? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I might they have just, seen them. Yeah, they played them just for for laughs. It wasn't. They didn't, you know, do what you're talking about and take it more serious and more identity politic kind of. It was just. The comic, what you saw in the anime, only put in in a live action format. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, but all right, but look, I gotta let you go. Uh, yeah, we've been at it for a good hour and some change. Sounds good. Uh, we gotta do this again, man. Sure, anytime. Anytime yeah, we, you'll have me. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta pick a new subject, and we'll like we basically rifted all over anime, but we should we should pick something old school something cool and do that you know like yeah. do a deep dive on something like ninja scroll maybe a, a miyazaki movie although miyazaki movies are pretty deep they are but you know? yeah i i, I also mean, i also love the fact that they're so childlike so even even when they're deep there's still simplicity and childlike part to their movies to those movies so yeah as long as it's not grave of the fireflies oh you remember that one <laughs> dude uh, you want to get your heart ripped out of your chest yeah no dude i can't do it again <laughs> that's one movie i will never watch yeah again. that one was crazy and that's studio ghibli yeah oh 
That's Studio Ghibli? Yeah, yeah, that was Studio Ghibli. They released that movie. Uh, it was a double double feature with with to- Totoro. No, back in 1988. Yeah, <laughs> those really? two movies. That came. was a double. That was, that was a, those the two movies that came out that year from Studio Ghibli. Shit, which one came out first, Totoro or or like which one did you see first when you watched the double feature? Was it Totoro? No, I, I didn't watch them like that. But I mean, and that's how they released them. Well, I, I'm asking, like, do you, yeah. would you happen to know, like, when you walk into the theater? Yeah, probably. Watch, <laughs> which one you get in first? Grave of the yeah, Black I'm sure they would. They, they, I'm sure they they would have told you. Yeah, but. Yeah, you definitely don't want because, <laughs> like, you don't want to leave after watching Grave of the Fireflies. You wanna, you wanna leave on a happy movie. Hopefully, they show you Totoro first. You know, or I mean, last. Or, or wouldn't you wanna? Wouldn't you wanna? Yeah, how would you watch it? What order would be the best way to? Well, first off, if I had my choice, I wouldn't watch Grave of the Fireflies ever again. Uh-huh. But uh, if I had to, if I had to pick an order. Grave of the Fireflies first, then Totoro. Because I don't want to leave the movie all depressed. Don't. And that's another movie that they made a live action. And I made the mistake of watching the live action movie. That Grave of the Fireflies? <laughs> yeah. Because oh. it's based off a book. It's a novel that, that was turned into a animated movie. And yeah, that was the movie. The live action movie is just as depressing as the cartoon. I think the cartoon had a... a it was more effective though in the in in what how they portrayed the the novel but yeah it's i don't ever want to watch that movie again yeah. it was it, don't get me wrong it's a wonderful movie yeah super fucking sad you will cry your face off i i don't i'm not into that yeah but um one other movie that's or another thing that you should watch in case you haven't is erased if you wanna you wanna oh that, that 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 I I don't normally binge stuff, but that was one that I I, I couldn't I couldn't stop I had to I had to know what happened the next episode and yeah I ended up watching I think it was a short one too like yeah. eight or ten episodes yeah so yeah I blew through that whole series in, in one city so uh they have a live action version of that and there, I saw the live action as well. So this is the funny thing about that show, and and then we'll we'll jump off. But like, highly recommend Erased if you're into anime or want one of these kind of uh, soap operas, live action soap operas. But Erased is is a time travel movie. When I saw it, like I saw it for the first time, I saw it on the anime version. It was being released live, right? So I would every week you know jump on my streaming service and watch mm-hmm. the episodes and it was killing me dude i i would wait to, i think it was like fr- it was a friday release uh-huh. every friday night i would jump on and wait for it to come on and then i would watch it now about a year later they have the live action version and me and my wife are sitting there we're scrolling through netflix i think it was netflix and i go oh erased is this is this the same show? Interesting. And I sat there and I looked at it. I'm like, oh, this is this is crazy. They made a live action version of this show. And uh, my wife is like, what is this? And I was like, I don't know. It's it's really good, but I don't know if you should watch it. Oh, she hadn't seen the anime with you? She she doesn't watch anime with me. Okay. It's just me. And so the she, had, she was completely. She had no clue. No clue. Okay. Yeah. And I said, look, I don't know if you want to watch this. It's really sad, but it's really, really good. And there's like, well, there's nothing else to watch. Let's watch this. I'm like, 
you sure? She's like, yes. <laughs> All right, fine. I turn it on. And what a fucking mistake was that? Because she could not go back to sleep. We ended up binge watching all of Erased in one night. In one fucking night, we watched that whole fucking movie, that whole show. And I, it was like 10 episodes, each uh-huh. one like about 30 minutes long. And my wife is like, what's going to happen next? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know if they're following the same script that they did with the fucking animated version, you know? And she says, I, I have an idea and it looks like that's the way it's going, but I don't know. We kept watching and man, did I fucking ball all over again. <laughs> Such a good show. It was, um, it was really good. Yeah. And it's an limited story too. It's, it's just one season. They're never going to make another one. That's it. And what an amazing show. And they made it an anime and it became a movie or it became a live action deal. Live action. And it worked and it worked in both, both formats. In, yeah. It, it was absolutely perfect. Cause it, yeah, I remember watching, I was like, how are they going to do the whole time travel thing? Cause this guy like, yeah. But yeah, they did it perfectly. It, oh. it was like, it's an amazing show, but like uh, just a quick synopsis for our listeners. <laughs> Real quick, this kid, for whatever reason, has the ability to kind of time travel within his own body, kind of like a butterfly effect deal. He can time travel and and go to different points, but he doesn't have all that much, I believe, control over it. And at one point, he gets sent back into the past and figures out that there's a uh, a serial killer killing little kids he's out trying to stop a serial killer but he has a grown mind inside a little kid body and so he's protecting all these kids that he knows from back in the day mm-hmm. i'll leave you there that, I'll leave you there. and that journey is is yeah crazy yeah, it's so crazy because it's i don't i'll leave it alone from there you yeah. guys will have to because because it because he also comes back in the future and what he does in the past change things changes things yeah and he comes back a couple of times. Yeah, he comes. He keeps. He keeps like flipping back and forth between yeah. the past and the future. It's a. Uh, it's an amazing. It's. It's almost a little bit of like Quantum Leap, because once he succeeds, whatever. Oh man, don't get me started on Quantum Leap. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my all-time favorite TV show. Yeah, Quantum Leap was another good one, but that's yeah. not anime or anything. <laughs> sci-fi though. But anyway, if you, if you ever want to talk Quantum Leap, just let me know. I would have to watch some shows, man, because I haven't seen Quantum Leap in a while. It long doesn't time. age well. I, I still have I still have some <laughs> of the old uh, tapes that I have. Like I have actual VHS recordings from back in the day. Yeah. And, and I've I've gone back a few times and watched them. But it, it, it doesn't age well, but it's so nostalgic for me. Yeah. Yeah, this show was you know, so great. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. to uh, Dean Stockwell. Passed away, I think, last year. Oh, so man. the Al, Al, remember Al from the hologram? Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I got to end this for sure now. Yeah. I'm going to beam out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you. All right. Catch you later. Later. The music you're listening to is titled Constantine by Toby Tranter. You can find him over at Epidemic Sound. And should you go over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. 
I love this dude. You know, whenever I need anything, if the moment I call this guy, he's always up for anything, man. He's got my back in a lot of the things I do. He never fails me, man. Uh, we got really nerdy and geeky on this one. I hope you liked it. Now, if you're new to the show and you want some more of this stuff, make sure you head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can purchase some merchandise and help out the podcast. Now, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram under the name Edgar Otra Vez, or you can follow the podcast on Instagram as well under the name The Flow Roll. <clears throat> and don't forget to follow my guest and friend on Instagram under the name Fredo.Salgado. Don't worry, I'll have all that stuff in the description to make it easy for you to find us. And if you like this episode, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcasts at. And press all the buttons and make the podcast gods happy. Thank you so much for listening to Zego Travez. Behave yourselves. Laters. Laters.